1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Well, you just did, so there you go, Amy. Way to go. Typical. Typical. Checking the weather, ladies and gentlemen. Areas of frost between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. this morning, otherwise sunny, with a high near 55, northwest wind 5 to 10 miles an hour. Uh, Partly cloudy tonight with a low around 41. Ooh, low only in the 40s. That's good. Uh, Northwest wind around 5 miles an hour becoming north, northeast after midnight. On Wednesday, mostly sunny. A high near 57, so 55 today, 57 tomorrow. Wednesday night increasing clouds, a low around 43. So remember early in the week, like yesterday, that early in the week, they said it was going to be in the 30s every night. Yeah. So they were once again... Did they call off another marathon? I was going to say, is it safe to leave our houses today? Unbelievable! Do they ever get it right anymore?
3: No, I think that's the wonderful thing about being a weather person is you just get to kind of shotgun weather yeah. reports out. Yeah, we'll see what happens.
2: I mean, I don't see a temperature overnight in the 30s at all on this list now. And they were all in the 30s yesterday.
3: Yeah. I can't get,
2: why don't you blow it out your ass? What do you think of that? Hey, I got your forecast swinging.
4: I feel like there's so much leeway for weather people because <laughs> yes, if you exactly. give the good news and you're right, you're a hero. Right. But then as soon as, like if something's wrong, you're going to blow it out of proportion. So then you you oversold it and then people are like, well, that wasn't so bad. You know, yep, then you're still yep. fine. But if you get it wrong and you're like, it's going to be sunny, schedule that tea time, get out there on Saturday morning and then yep. it's rainy all day, then you're the bad person.
2: So mm-hmm. you're always going
4: to like, I was going to figure it out and... and oversell. Typical. That's all I have to say. Oh, yeah.
2: Typical. In any case, ooh, good, so we could do this, because we just went through the Sydney deal. <sighs> Our lead off man. What's a common word that you cannot pronounce? Like lover.
4: <laughs>
2: Rover. God damn it. <laughs> you know, we re- originally ran on the queue, we didn't bleep out the God part, so we would go, Martina Navarrolover. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> it, was <fun. laughs> it was just great. Uh, Sydney, we miss you. We love you, Sid. And your son is doing a fine job, let me put it that way. He's a good kid, Sydney. He's a good kid. Uh what's a common word that you cannot pronounce? Is there any word you can pronounce all words, can you not?
4: There's a couple that I feel like in regular like conversation, if I You know, if I'm just, like, breezing past it, I might, like, mistake it or something like that. Yeah, But but there's nothing that, if I put my mind to it, I can't say. Yeah.
3: And ultimately. Yeah, I don't know know. that there's any word that... I mean, there are words that I definitely will stumble over, but I couldn't tell you what those are off the top of my head.
2: These are the easiest (laughs) words on Earth to pronounce. There's
3: not a lot of bright people. There's more... (laughs) Like, I think people will be surprised. Like, most of... There are a a small population of the world that, like, not not the brightest and struggle with some things.
2: Uh, here's a list of, uh, common, uh, list of common words that people say they have trouble pronouncing. Uh, it seems like everyone has at least one common word that they try to avoid, um, because they're, have, they tr- have trouble pronouncing it. I don't, I, I've looked at the first, I haven't looked at all of them yet, but how you can't pronounce these words, I don't really understand. I should just mispronounce them all. It's going. How do you mispronounce? And then I'll just right. I say see, now. We read a
3: Do this. Blur your way through. <clears> throat> throat>
2: throat> oh, now see, this is one I do understand because I've heard this before. Someone said for some reason I really have to focus when I say rear wheel drive because a lot of people wheel rear this is what okay. they all say. Okay.
3: Oh, yeah. So phrases. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that's more of like a tongue twister type it of thing. Is, yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: Rear rear wheel drive. Yeah. Ninths rear wheel drive. Yep. emetization. Uh, Amortization. How, how is that hard to pronounce? Amortization.
0: That's Amortization. odd.
2: Uh, you know, one thing I will say: who, you know, who the luckiest some bitch on earth is today? Who's that? Brittany. <laughs> she mispronounces everything.
4: Oh, this would be a slaughter fest. <laughs> oh, this would be a slaughter. <laughs> fest Brittany, read f- these f- <laughs> words, and right. then just fifteen minutes of the. <laughs> <God>
2: damn it. <laughs> oh yeah, here's February because everybody says February. They leave the R out. Yeah. February phenomenon. Well. These are the easiest. How do you not pronounce these words properly? Yeah, I mean, phenomenon.
3: And I guess there are words that you just pronounce wrong that you don't necessarily know that you pronounce wrong, like when Britney destroyed my life for saying Nickelodeon instead of like Nickelodeon. <laughs> so I guess there is. I'm not perfect. I'm one of the the idiots around in the small oh, population. Google
2: and I were watching Nickelodeon. It's like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, here's one. I, uh, there was a, there's actually a video of a woman uh, who's given this word on a printed piece of paper, and she cannot pronounce She tries, and this woman's like a doctor, mm-hmm. so he's not a moron. She's yeah. not a moron at all. Metastasized. She could not say the word metastasized. She just matasasa <laughs> But sister. No, it's and, none of those. And in those situations too, like once you
3: realize, like I know I pronounced that wrong. Let me go back and retry. It, then now your brain is like scrambling to like say it right, and you just keep mispronouncing it and mispronouncing it. And then right. you end up like Sid with a, a highlight oh, reel.
2: Damn it. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think one of the things I should say, and I should ask you guys the same thing. The reason I do know how to pronounce all these words is I pr- I literally. Said to myself when I was a little boy, like seven years old, I am not going to walk around sounding like a moron. Right. It ain't going to happen. Right. Not going to. Well, I do anyway now, but that's, it's not from mispronouncing words. It's just being a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, you have to agree that I'm a pain in the ass. Amazing. I see. It's more fun on the show when there's a little
3: pushback and <laughs> give and
2: take. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's all the pushback. Abominable. The Abominable Snowman. What's wrong no. with that? Proselytize. I know a lot of people can't say proselytize.
3: I feel like a lot of these words are not used in everyday. (laughs) No, (laughs) they're not.
2: That's true. Uh, I don't, there aren't any words on here that are all that tough. Negligible. Realtor? Oh, realtor. People say realtor, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Instead of realtor, they say realtor. Uh, Oh, yeah. Acai. Yeah. People say akai or something. Oh that's yeah, a
4: kai
3: berry. Well,
4: that's one of those ones where I learned it by reading it, so I thought it was a kai. A kai, yeah. But then mm-hmm. as soon you know, as soon as somebody pronounced it, I was like, okay, so that's how it, you say it. That's fine,
3: side, but yeah. 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 Or it's like fogo to chow, but it's technically fogo to shone. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I, I didn't believe know that. So. Like, that's oh, how I they, did not know
2: that. Yes, yeah, people really? say
3: fogo to chow, but if you hear a commercial, they'll say fogo to shone.
2: Hmm. Uh, you got espresso. It's not expresso. I've heard people say expresso. Absolutely. Uh, hamster. It's not hamster. True. Yep. Uh oh, anemone. People cannot say the word anemone. sea anemone.
3: So we Exhibit A. There
2: we go. Like I said, guys, I'm, I'm a- one of the right? population that's not that bright. This is weird. Sixth? Who the hell can't say sixth? Maybe they say like sixth. Sixth. Sixth? 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 Yeah. Sixth. I don't know how the hell you'd mispronounce it. Now, here's one that I love because you hear people say, Instead of Worcestershire sauce, they say Worcestershire sauce. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Worcestershire. It's not Worcestershire
3: sauce. Worcestershire.
2: Worcestershire. That's good. Posthumously, because yeah, people say posthumously. That's not really. It's just a mispronunciation. It's. I don't know. Marlborough,
4: like the cigarettes. Marlborough.
2: Yeah, Marlboro. How do you not? How would you? How would you pronounce that? I thought it was Marlborough. It's Marlboro. Is it Marlboro? 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 I thought it was like
4: Marlboro. I it thought, is Marlboro. Isn't it M-A-L-B-R-O-R?
2: Oh, okay. M-A-R-L. Oh, R-L. Okay. All right. Marlboro. See, I thought I don't even smoked the damn things. How do I know? <laughs> brewery. How would people say brewery? Oh, it'd say brewery instead of brewery. Mm-hmm. They want you to say brewery. Okay. And rural. I don't know how else you would pronounce rural. Rural. Anyone? Rural. 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 Rural, just they, rural? They
4: just dude R... No, there's no U. It's just R-R-A-L. Rural. Rural.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, see, those aren't really rural. mispronunciations. That's just how you, you learn to say it. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. that big a deal, actually. Now, these words were not very difficult. I thought they'd be a lot harder than they are, but, but again, I promised myself that I would learn how to say every damn word possible. I suppose there's things I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, but that was very important to me, to not mispronounce words.
4: Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's... Uh, it's. I'm not going to say it's frustrating for me when I hear that, but I, I like – like proper dictation to me is big, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I
2: agree. You know, so. I agree with you on that one. No question about that. Um, I don't know what this means, but I want to click on it just to find out what it means. Okay. What's the last thing you think about before you go to sleep? If your answer is whatever I'm looking at on my phone – Here's a much better option. I don't ever look at my phone before I go to bed. No way. I look at it like maybe an hour before, but not when I go to bed. Forget it. Leave me alone. According to Reid Hoffman, uh, who's the founder of LinkedIn, you should give your brain an overnight job, basically right before you go to bed. Think of a problem you want to solve creatively. Uh, it could be anything from you know how to land your dream job to how you could organize your closet then go to sleep and let your subconscious mind think about the problem and work through some solutions. Hoffman says when he wakes up, one of the first things he does is think about the problem again to see what new ideas his brain came up with overnight. Do you think this is, is true? Do you think this would work?
3: Um, I, don't, I don't think so. Like anything, that, I'm skeptical of anything that claims to be overnight.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. There like, you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like
3: you'll hear like like miracle weight loss and things like that. <laughs>
2: <This is> like, <laughs> One day
3: you can everybody lose. Everybody wants that overnight. No, it's going to take some time. But I mean, I don't know. They, I'm sure they've got their science and stuff behind it.
2: Do, do you guys? Work? Do you guys have specific dreams, or do you just dream all over the place?
4: I have, like there's some. Like when I get a good night's sleep, I have some that are a little more vivid than yeah. others that I can yeah. remember. But I don't. It's not like an every night thing. I I feel like more often than not, I shut my eyes and then I just like, I, like five minutes later, I wake up, and boom, it's eight hours later or whatever. Right. But like the deep re, like REM REM sleep, there's oh there's some more vivid dreams that I have mm-hmm. for sure.
3: Yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean it's kind of yeah the same. I don't have any like reoccurring dreams. Every once in a while, I'll have like a dream that's a flashback to like some hellacious football practice where I'm
2: <laughs> like traumatized from. You're still but, traumatized after all these years.
3: Yeah, no, there's no, like, uh, I would say nothing too out of the ordinary.
2: Well, that'll happen. For some reason, I don't know why this is, but about one night a week, I dream in numbers. Why?
3: Like, what do you mean, dream in numbers? I literally,
2: everything comes from my brain as an equation. Why? Interesting. But I have no idea why I do that. And it's like once a week I do that yeah i don't does that make any sense to you i'll run this by oh i think he's getting our guest on okay we'll get on very quickly uh before we go to the guest i was just telling tevin that i once a week dream in numbers and i don't know why i do that i have no idea that's interesting nothing triggers it it's not the same night but one day a week i dream and it's only in numbers that would be i can ask ian ian does that mean i'm mentally ill what do you think
0: no, it means that your brain is really becoming pragmatic and you're Ooh. dreaming in numbers. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give you some numbers right now that are going to <laughs> okay. blow your mind and make you really excited about the future.
2: I'm glad to hear that, Ian Sommerhalder. The documentary called Common Ground, which is rolling out in theaters across America. Ian, I want to shut up and hear the good news. That's what I want to do.
0: Oh, man, no. You chime in whenever you want. Listen, those numbers you've been dreaming about, Mm -hmm. are pretty special. So I don't know if any of you had a chance to see our first film, Kiss the Ground. Um, Mm -hmm. If you haven't, check it out. Um, That's available on Netflix. That's super easy. Official, and that's by the same, that's by the powerhouse director, producer, um, a couple, Josh and Rebecca DeKell. Common Ground, this is our official follow-up. This is a continuum of this. And what this does is, this points out how the country is stuck on a drip of the agrochemical business right mm-hmm. the agrochemical companies have kept the laws in Congress and kept this out of the farm bill for so many years basically keeping farmers on this drip of, of chemicals where they have to pay all these inputs every year so what common ground is details you know listen we are so divided in this country we should, you know co- our soil is our only common ground which is amazing mm-hmm. and what the film details is is that, first of all, people say, well, what the heck is regenerative agriculture? Why should I care? Super simple. Um, Regenerative ag is just the use of planned grazing methods and using living, growing plants, you know what I mean, at scale, though, to sequester enormous amounts of carbon dioxide and store it safely, naturally, back in the ground where it belongs. Now, when you do that, you feed all those vital microorganisms in the soil, so healthier soil, healthier plant, healthier planet, higher yields per acre, you know, building farmer prosperity, pulling farmers off of government subsidies. The more money they make, higher tax bases, better schools, better water systems, better... You know what I mean? There's this, like, super positive cascade that happens um, as a result of that. Now, the film is a love letter to our children, and it is a... It is a... It is a, um, a what we're, the message is is that, you know, it's time to lean into saving our soil, which will save our farms and our kids' health, right? We all have the right to healthy food, not adulterated with chemicals, right? That is an American right. Mm -hmm. Our farmers should have the right to live and work debt-free. That is an American right. And you know what? We should have the ability to grow crops every year without the soil blowing away. That is the one thing we can all agree on, right? I mean, every American, no matter what you believe, um, has the right common ground Mm -hmm. and that is the beauty of this film it doesn't matter what walk of life you come from it's the easiest thing to agree on that you know what we sort of uncovered was the agrochemical businesses have been secretly microfinancing all of the university agricultural curriculum in this country for 40 years dude think about this yeah without the inputs that they are selling farmers and mind you remember this, for me, this is a national security issue. We are sending 80 or 100 billion dollars a year of farmers' money to foreign companies outside of the U.S. Why wouldn't we leave put that money into farming communities? Imagine what will happen to 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 communities when you start injecting this level of cash back into it. It's pretty unbelievable, right? No doubt. So so. The, 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 the idea is is to, to buy tickets, you know, vote at the box office and help us tell Washington that we want profitable farmers, that we want chemical-free food and, and, a, and a healthy future for our children. Like, that is the right of every American, not to be subjected to chemicals all over their farms because the congressional bodies that govern our country – are in the pockets of the agrochemical companies. It's not fair, and it's it's time for it to stop. You know what I mean? I know
2: exactly what you mean, Ian, and I was just thinking of who the wealthiest of, uh, you know, leave Biden and Trump aside, just set them aside. If I were somebody like, say, and and, I'm not a Democrat nor a Republican, I'm kind of stuck in the middle watching them both make mistakes, but in any case, if I were somebody like Vivek Ramaswamy, who's a billionaire, the first thing I would do is step up and go, you know what? If I become president, I'm not taking any money from anybody. I don't want a salary. I'm I'm already very very rich. I'm here to serve and I want to take care of you instead of lining my own pockets. Do you think that message would be strong, Ian?
0: I think it would. Um I think it would. You know, I mean, I know that Schwarzenegger did that when he came yeah. into office yep. in California and he was a Republican in a in a in a in a pretty much a sea of Democrats and he made it
2: <laughs> That's true.
0: He made it work. Yep. He made it work, and that's because he said, I don't need special interests. Um, And I think that the big thing is, you know, there's 23 lobbyists for every member of Congress in the agrochemical world. Listen, imagine, just to run the numbers, just – so even 23 people throughout a 12-month period, right, that's basically two people a month. Hey, let's go to lunch. Hey, let's go to the Bahamas. Hey, what about this bill? Hey, give me this thing. Imagine it never stops, and that's why – You know, that's why these these, these members of Congress are so overloaded, and that's why these congressional bodies have kept us in this perpetual cycle of chemicals on our farms um, because it's just so profitable. It's so profitable for them, and that's what's not fair. Listen, if you saw Kiss the Ground, um, and you see Common Ground, too, you know, you'll notice, you'll see that we have about say, 55 to 60, we have enough healthy topsoil left for about 55 to 60 years. That's it. Meaning we have oh enough God. food, enough harvest left for 55 to 60 years. That's it. And we've been doing the one thing that destroys soil for so many years is tilling. Tilling destroys the networks, the, mito, the, the, the vital microorganism networks. And, the, and the, you know, there's there are all sorts of fungi... And vital tiny microorganisms that make soil alive. It's living, right? It's a living Mm -hmm. thing. When you continually till it, right? You till it till it's black, right? You're tilling to get that carbon. Um, But when we till, we release the one thing that we don't want to release, and that's carbon. We also make our topsoil really vulnerable to water and wind. But with regenerative agriculture, you don't till, and you cut plant cover crops. So when you're planting your seeds, these crimpers, the seeds are protected. They're protected by wind, for, you know, from wind and water. And it's a really special time, man, but I'm telling you, you know, please get out to the box office, buy tickets, make a date out of it. If you can't, if you can't go, buy the tickets for someone else because what we need to do is we need to tell Washington and we need to tell in the, the entertainment business that people are waking up and they're listening. Because i got to tell you, man, one of the things that's been so wild is seeing the censorship on this film. And I won't go into the big media (laughs) companies that are trying to censor us. Dude, the censorship on this film by Uh, the biggest media companies, they refuse to even review the film because their bills are not paid by us. The bills are paid by the ginormous companies Uh, that are funding all this stuff. Isn't that wild? In 2023... People won't even hear this message to send to their people, um, which is the promise of the greenest, best future ever, a future where farmers are not on government subsidies and our fields and our farms and our food are not loaded with chemicals. How bad can that be? <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Now, Ian, that should have never been allowed, that the government paid off farmers to not farm.
0: Oh, dude, it, the list goes on Horrible. and on and on. We're, we're you know we are building the largest carbon capture food economy in the world, from the Carolina coast to the California coast. And farmers are the single most important people in this country right now as we speak. Farmers mm-hmm. and teachers, right? Mm-hmm. And the people who are building the the backbone of this country, and we deserve to live a life without chemicals in our food. We deserve to live a life without subsidies, subsidizing all of the crap that we don't need only because the congressional members, the members of the congressional bodies are in the pocket of the agrochemical company? Right. That's not fair.
2: I agree. Now, I do have to ask you, and I know you only got about a minute or two left with us because you were busy. Tell me, buddy. Uh, Couldn't you get any big stars in the movie? I mean, you know. (laughs)
0: I know, <laughs> I know, such 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 D-list, such D-list people, you know, Laura Dern, Donald Glover, Woody Harrelson, Jason Momoa, Rosario <laughs> Dawson, you know what I mean? Well,
2: don't uh, forget you know, Ian, don't forget Ian's well, you, in there. You know,
0: I, I quit acting four years ago, so I'm the lowest on the totem pole, but I'll tell you, I've got, um, it has been, the the group that has come together over this film, and getting to spend time and energy with some of, you know, my favorite people, and looking at the size and, you know, the power of this cast. Um, You know, our team, you know, the the, the directing married couple powerhouse, Josh and Rebecca Tickell, they, and this team, uh, it's just, it's magical to see, man. And this, we are the little engine that could, you know, I'm a firm believer that Kiss the Ground should have at least been nominated for an Oscar Mm -hmm. three years ago, three and a half years ago, whenever it was now. Um, but there's, it's so political, right, when you get into that. And so this, we don't, no one cares about any of that anymore. We just need people to go to that box office, see this film, and share it because it sends a huge message. The amount of censorship on this film right now, people don't want, the biggest media companies in the country don't want this out there because their bills are paid by people who want it otherwise.
2: It's all about money, Ian. Everything is money, 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 money. That's all it is anymore. It's disgusting.
0: Well, right now, man, we're going to make sure it's all about money, 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 but for our farmers, because this is <laughs> a you. national, I think it's a national security <clears throat> issue. I mean, we're pumping all that money. Think about it. $400 acre, dollars per acre farmers could save. So if we're pumping 80 or $100 billion a year to foreign companies and not putting it into the communities where farmers live, it doesn't make any sense.
2: No, I agree. It you know, makes no when sense. You want to
0: talk about balance of trade? There it is, right there.
2: Ian, you got to come back for another segment, but it's going to be on why you don't act. Why don't you act anymore? What? Wh- why?
0: You know, man, I wanted to focus on building my companies and okay. raising my kids. Okay. And um, I understand that. Very special. No, I do yeah. understand.
2: My, my I have uh, two children, three grandchildren. I would uh, not. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to spend one day without them. So I understand what you're saying.
0: But I, I got, I'm going to get back in it. I just got the rights back to V Wars. We got the rights back from Netflix. We're going to redevelop that. But that'll be the last show I do. You know.
2: Well, if you need an agent, I can get you a lot of work because I'm really good at threatening people.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. Well, if you could kindly threaten them to get into this box office. You we'll know, do to, that. Uh, to this film, I think we'll, we'll change the world and we'll do it together.
2: Ian, you're a terrific guest. Thank you so much for your time. I love your your vision. I love your dream. We need to put the money where it belongs.
0: Right, exactly. Well, thanks for being such an awesome and gracious host. You're a good man. You really know your stuff, and and, uh, thank you for sharing this message.
2: Could you call my wife and tell her those things (laughs) because you don't want to get home today?
0: Yeah, here, text me. I'm gonna
2: send you my number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ian, we'll talk soon. Please do come back very soon. Love talking to you. Ian Summerhalder, ladies and gentlemen, the documentary film Common Ground, which is rolling out in theaters across America. Yeah, you think he has a bitch of a time getting a date? Yeah. I was like, but <laughs> you you he's got
4: the jawline chiseled on <laughs> my holy... <laughs> right,
2: totally. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have never seen him, this is your boy right there. Yeah. Semi good looking kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no, it, know what I'm saying? And I think it's amazing
3: that he gave up <laughs> acting, because he was a very successful yeah. actor. Like, yep. He had a good give, run on Lost. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. To, yeah. to give that up and kind of, I assume, you know, do things that are more important to him, like the causes with the agriculture and raising his kids and things like that. Yep. That says a lot about the type of person he is.
2: See, I just love this. It's not about, oh, I'm doing the me, 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 me. It's, no, he's working to make things better for farmers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have got to somehow, I, I, can we ever? Is there even a possibility? Can we ever get away from from just adoring the Almighty? Dot. Look, we all need money. We all need money to live, but the my it's like it's a god now. Money, money, yeah. money. Oh, it's money, money, money. Like settle down for Christ's sake, right? Yeah, I I don't think we'll ever get to the point where
3: money isn't the thing that drives a lot of people because a lot of people are money motivated rather than internally motivated but i do think we're getting to the point where it is starting to shift where like the you know take it from the like the one percent we're saying like well why are ceos getting paid billions of dollars like hey if we can redistribute some of it not we won't have as much poverty and kind of people are looking to maintain rather than continue to climb
2: Please tell me that's not true. That the CEO of Disney's making four hundred million dollars a year. I'd believe it.
4: I'll tell you it's not true, but you know it's true. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell
2: you. Is he really making four hundred million dollars a year? Because he used to be our boss, right, yeah. over at KQ when Disney owned KQRS.
3: Yeah, I would. The nicest say, guy in the world. I would say it's probably not true that he's probably hiding some money and making a little bit more. <laughs> if, if, if it's any, more than four hundred million. Any,
2: yeah. <laughs> He's making more than four. Yeah, somebody's telling me. He had, I've heard that number come up several times that he makes like $400 million a year. That's I ridiculous. hope that's not true. What are you coming up with, AJ?
4: Um, I just did Disney CEO salary. It looks like $27 a, mi- a, million a year.
2: Oh, so that's well, just. Well, that was,
4: a, uh, that was his average salary from '05 to 2020. That was Bob Shappick, Shappick. Yeah, that's a different guy. Yeah, but you're looking for Bob Iger?
2: Bob Iger, baby. Because uh, he's doing very well. There's no question about that. There's some really good stories popping up, by the way. Disney, uh, uh, Domino's giving out emergency pizzas. What's that? I, I don't know. Like, what is, I'm trying to think of times in my life where I'm like, this is an
3: emergency. <laughs> yes, exactly. I really need to get this Domino's pizza here right now.
2: Uh, we're going to find out what that is. What, what, what do you find, Pally?
4: I still was just seeing uh, anywhere from 27 to $40 million
2: Yeah, so for, they're not counting. Here. So that's just for parking. Yeah, exactly right. That's to get into the park every day. (laughs) Exactly, to get in every single day. Now, those guys make a lot of money. God bless them as Mm -hmm. long as they they share. That's good for you. Domino's giving out emergency pizzas. They're giving away pizzas. Uh, Oh, my God, it even says emergency pizza right on the box. So I don't know what the hell that's all about. Do you have an idea Domino's giving away that uh, free pizza? Here's how to get it. Yeah, I'm looking at the box, emergency pizza from Domino's, and it says XL, small, medium, large, or extra large. I don't know what the hell that means. This is a test of emergency pizza system. Domino's has announced a new promotion in which customers can get an emergency pizza for free. Now, most people know that getting pizza is all, almost always an emergency, so what exactly is his deal? And then it was covered up by an ad, which I now have to get rid of. Thank you so much for that. There you go. Domino's introducing Domino's emergency pizza program that offers a free medium, two-topping pizza to customers to use whenever they need it. Most, the company says, in a press release. Perhaps you burned dinner, the power went out, or maybe your uh, in-laws just dropped by without notice. Whatever your emergency situation, Domino's believes a free pizza can make anything better. Yeah, free pizza does make pretty much anything better. That is yeah. true. I do know some people that don't like pizza, though. Really? A couple of them. I know two people, that they do not like pizza. Well, Bob answer you know. He doesn't like pizza? He does, He eats the cheese, but not the crust. He's Italian. I know, but he won't eat pizza crust. Uh, is,
4: he, is he five <laughs> years old?
2: I, exactly. I mean, <laughs> honestly, God, we used to find, oh, Gelfand would lose his mind. It was wonderful. Because he'd go His answer must be here. I'm like, why? You would go over and look at the basket. There'd be about 15... Slices so, yeah. of pizza without any cheese or sauce on them. So it.
3: he's just eating.
2: Just be the crust,
3: sauce, and cheese,
4: and yeah. the
2: toppings. Yep, and then throwing the crust that's away. That's so bizarre.
4: So is he just calling like, "Hey Domino's, I need a large cheese pizza, extra cheese, no crust, but, and that's it." Can you can you can you just give me the cheese? And they're like, "No, we need to cook it." Nope, on No, they, they
2: need to cook it on. <laughs> this is
4: ridiculous. it's ridiculous.
2: On the
3: dough, like it's just a bowl of melted cheese and sauce. <laughs> What the hell are you thinking? That's that's bizarre. I'm just going to
4: send him a bag of mozzarella for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <there you> go, <laughs> go crazy. Exactly.
3: And it looks like this Domino's thing, essentially it's you sign up for their rewards program, you order one pizza, and then they're giving you a free pizza to use and Redeem it. At oh, so you have to buy one to get one. Yeah, essentially it's okay. a buy one, get one free, but they're branding it as, you know, your emergency As
4: in pizza. like, you know, the next day you don't have a lunch or whatever, so you can just go grab this out of the fridge in oh, an okay. emergency. Yeah, yeah,
3: they're saying like, well, what if you burn your dinner and now you Need need an emergency pizza. So it's just, yeah, buy one, get one free through yeah, their app, much. essentially.
2: We have to take a break, and I do not need to read this story, just the headline. So we'll do the headline into the break. Bus driver under fire after drinking on the job says he didn't know White Claws were alcoholic. <laughs> Survey it's, says that was a lie. It says right there in the can, doesn't it? I believe. If, <laughs> last time, I don't drink, but I've seen White Claws. And, okay, well, let us think about that. We'll be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show.
1: Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com.
5: In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant for Brad and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texan driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it.
2: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
5: With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilsky, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses.
4: Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son, Kyle, was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly.
2: Tom Bernard is back.
1: Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B., Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture it's tom and the crew with opinions on news opinions on life opinions on entertainment and of course opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions the tom bernard show is a podcast so you can listen when you want to listen in the car on the way to or from work at home on the job site or wherever you need your tommy b show fix hear the show on the tom bernard show app in your app store as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast.
2: Got a little shout out here, ladies and gentlemen. I was driving down the street yesterday and went, oh my God, do I need a haircut? My hair is hanging out under my hat, curling all up and all the rest of it. So I pull into Dick's Barbershop over there on France Avenue, about 44th and France in Edina. have mm-hmm. been going there for, for years and that barbershop's been there forever. Walk in. Everybody just very, very happy, just in a great mood. Three generations of that family now has worked or works in that barbershop.
3: There's no place in America better than a barbershop. I agree. Like, it is I the love it. best time. Like, and have you, is it the same person that cuts your hair every time?
2: No, it was his son, actually. Okay. Uh, and actually, Dick is, I believe, it's still hang. I don't know if he can, still works or not or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, there were three members of his family are cutting hair. Two sons, a grandson, the whole deal. His grandson cut my hair. Yeah. Did a hell of a job. Uh, we were joking around, having a great time. Well, my friend Mark Zeman just happened to be there. He's a close friend of mine was getting his hair cut. So I was, of course, ripping on him the whole time I was waiting. Well, you have to. That's <laughs> that looks <laughs> terrible. What are you getting your hair cut like that for? Really? Yeah, that's, <laughs> so I,
3: I've been going to the same barber for years and years and years and years now 121 barbershop in uptown same thing as like is like kind of di- it's uh right by like the dominoes there's um it's on hennepin and i don't know what the cross street is but it's like
2: north or south of lake
3: Uptown street? north of lake street
2: oh, so it's north just north of lake so yep. where the old uptown theater used to be on that block Or a couple
3: Uh, blocks. Or no, so like further up. So if you go down, like almost to getting to downtown. Oh, okay. Like where, like,
2: you know where Rudolph's
3: Barbecue used to be? So it's like kind of in that general area. Yeah, it's a a great area. But uh, anyway, so yeah, it's like family owned, grandpa, son, father, whatever, whatever, the whole family works there. But yeah, every time I get done with my haircut, he takes the cape off and he goes, you're still
2: ugly, but at least your hair looks nice. (laughs) That's (laughs) what you need right there. Uh, I I, say, I do. I love going to get my hair cut. Mm. It's the greatest. We just laughing and joking, having a great time. So, tip of the cap to everybody over at Dick's Barbershop. I'll see you soon. Why I want to know about? Oh, this is interesting. You want to know about the most controversial song from the year you were born? Read below to find the answer, and don't be afraid to check your birth year because we're going way back on this one, all the way back to the Prohibitionary in the U.S. Jeez. So you'd be well. Wouldn't they all be like hundred and ten now?
4: Well, you know, Tom, when I was grabbing this story this morning, I figured the further
2: back for you, the better. Oh, so we could get to my birthday. I see yeah. how it's going to be. <laughs> you yeah. Let me just tell you, I was looking at this article about my birthday because... It was
4: rag-time a ragtime girl.
2: A ragtime girl. Okay, um, so basically I have to check, uh, so I'm, I must have to click on that. Boy, this is jumping all over the place, man. Controversial songs from the year you were born. Okay, what do I have to click on to get to that? Because it sends me to a it, different story. It's the
3: site's a little. It's jumpy. Wonky. Loudwire. That's the yeah. Because you you're born in '65. I don't know. Well, I don't know what you're. Get what? away from me. '82. <laughs> Fifty-one. Fifty-one. Okay. See,
2: I thought you looked younger, so that's I why I thought '65. Okay, I'm almost there. Um, I've got it
4: for you here if you want it.
2: All right. Yep. I'm uh, there now as well. Sixty Minute Man. I don't even, never even heard of that song. You ever heard of that? No. Nope. Billy Ward and the Dominoes, a bona fide precursor to the burgeoning rock and roll genre. This naughty number from Billy Ward boasts of his uh, bedroom exploit.
5: Well. Hey now.
2: Oh my That's God. Scandalous. By the way, he was a person of color. Uh, I'm gonna get laid tonight. Is that what music was all about? Yeah. Um, okay, so what year do I want to go to next? So we found out I never even heard of the song that uh, was the most controversial yeah. song because it's about some guy getting laid.
3: Well, yeah, well my birth year, 92, the most controversial song is Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machines. All-time classic. Is it? It's, have you ever heard it? Uh, I, if I heard it, I probably would recognize it, okay. but it doesn't, no, it doesn't ring a bell. No.
2: Okay. Interesting. All right, AJ, what do you got? Uh,
4: 1997 for me, and I, I've never heard of this song before, so maybe either one of you two have, but it's going to be, if I can pull it up here, it is This
3: Is Not Your Country by Morrissey.
2: Never even heard of it. No,
3: and like scrolling through, like there's not a lot of I would say notable songs on the list. But like 1999, like "Goodbye Earl" is was the most controversial song because against Lee you're talking about killing somebody. So like things like that that make sense. Or like "Pumped Up Kicks" is on here, which is the song about like school shootings. Yeah, which oh, was Jesus. as a little kid, like it was extremely popular. And you, but you never really like listened to the lyrics, and then now when you get older, you're like. Oh, yeah, that was definitely about a school shooting and probably never get made in today's society.
2: I was hoping that the year I was born, it was going to be like Rapper's Delight.
3: How was that controversial? It was like a feel-good, happy I rap song. I love that song. Such a good song.
2: And the chicken tastes like wood. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I do. That, that's, that, there are two rap songs that I like, California Love and mm. Rapper's Delight, because they're both yeah. very... Into, well, first of all, California Love is just about being positive. Right. I love it here, and it's wonderful. Yeah, very positive song, and Rapper's Delight was just funny.
3: Yeah, I thought, Rapper's Delight—that's essentially. I mean, and I know it's not the first rap song, but that oh, wasn't like,
2: it. I thought it was.
3: I mean, I don't know if it it's was credited or not. with saying it's the first rap song, but I'm sure there oh, were other okay. ones before. But I think oh, it was like okay. the first, like very popular one, and that was like the, kind of the one that put the genre on the map.
2: Oh, okay. Should have done a better job putting the genre on the map because I don't want to hear how wonderful you are. That's all rap is now is how wonderful I am. Yeah. It's rap it started
3: out kinda like in its genera like or in like the beginnings as, you know, rapping about your current situation and being positive, and then yeah. kind of as yeah, well. police brutality was starting to get <laughs> recognized. You had, like, the NWAs of the world, you know, talking about how bad. What does that stand for?
2: We can't say it on the air. <laughs> you know, Terry actually said that on the air to, uh, what's his name, uh, the, the lead singer. You're talking about, like, Ice rapper. Cube? Ice Cube, yeah. Really? He was on the show, the KQ Morning Show, and she said, How long have you been with big ends with attitude? Was well, she, no. She actually no, said man. the word. Did okay. Ice Cube, did Ice Cube oh, pull okay. out his gun? What? He was like, Tommy, what the hell we got going over there?
3: Absolutely <laughs> not. And people think you got her fired. She got her <laughs> like, fired. What?
2: What? He drops the big end to Ice Cube, oh, and like, who's, by the way, a very nice guy. Oh, he Ice is. Oh, so great guy. I've,
3: I've met him once, and yeah, like the nicest. <laughs> Person, I mean, I'm sure back in the day, maybe not the as great of a guy, but yeah, now that he's gotten kids, he's milled out. But that's yeah. was he, he wasn't in studio when this happened. No, he's on the phone. It, on Thank the God house. he was oh. on the phone. I was gonna say we'd <laughs> be good
2: because there was this long pause, and he's like, Tommy, <laughs> and
3: that, and in that long pause, he's like do I go off on this lady or do I just let this slide because I got to promote whatever I got to promote and I still have a career to worry about and I can't just destroy <laughs> Maybe just hang song. up. Yeah. No. I literally went like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> uh. okay. That's, yeah. It, that's incredible. And knowing her, she just like said it just because she didn't like, I don't think she's a racist person. I've met. No, I don't think like so. that she just, she was like, Oh, it's just what it's called. So she I just threw it up name. Yeah.
2: What are you going to do? Uh, by the way, awesome. i got to put some pressure on. Yeah, it's awesome, all right. <laughs> I wish you had been sitting in <laughs> Studio A when it happened, because he's like, Tommy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, 1986 was the year my son Andy was born, mm-hmm. and the most controversial song that was released when Andy was born is Dear God. I don't think I've ever heard Dear you ever heard the song Dear God? By who? Um, XTC, XTC. XTC. Nope. No. What's well, one way to guarantee controversy in America? Write a cheeky anti-religious song and then put it on the radio. That's exactly what XTC's Andy Partridge did uh, with the song Dear God, which prompted angry calls, bomb threats, and uh, I don't remember the song. So it's anti-God, the song is? You know, I, I got some bad news for you, Andy. Uh, being anti-God, the God just is a short version of the word good. So uh, once you calm down. Yes, people misuse it all the time. The greater good, the greater God, whatever. Mm-hmm. Calm down. What, it, do you think anybody will ever come? Well, Ian was just on with us about 10, 15 minutes ago, and he said the world is just psychotic. The world is going oh, 100%. So I don't know if we're ever going to do anything about this, but it's just got, it's, I would once again, I implore the people of America to stand up and realize this is by far, it's not perfect in any way, shape or form. Some people are treated like dirt. It happened to me. It's probably happened to you. Yeah. I, I just, we are the best country in the world. And it's not, I'm not being the prideful American. Mm-hmm. Canada's a great country. And right. no question about that. After that, you got, I don't know what else you got. <laughs> yeah. Western the, Europe, good. Eastern Europe and the rest, it's not that great.
3: Right. There's, there's great places to live all across the world, but yeah. like, I'm not, I'm perfectly fine living in America. Like if it got, I don't think there would ever be a point where we would have to regress so far as a country to be like, oh, you know what? I yep. need to pack up and leave. Like it's it's this is
2: it's not perfect, but it's better than most places. I think it's by far better than most places. Like you know, look, Switzerland is a great country. There's no question. I would mm-hmm. live in Switzerland in a minute, but I'm not a billionaire, so you know, <laughs> Switzerland's a little spendy. I will say that it's a little expensive to be even hanging out in Switzerland. But yeah, do you think we'll ever be able to do that to say, hey, look, uh, what you know? You got your skin color. I got my skin color. You got your orientation. I got mine. What does that have to do with whether I like you or not? It's got nothing, nothing to do with it.
3: Nothing. Are you a good, decent person? Yeah, then it. we can hang out. If not, or like, and especially if you complain, like, unless if you came in and you were like, you know, oh my day was terrible because of X, Y, Z. Somebody will go, oh, well, you think that's bad you should hear about what my day has been like, like, just <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Like you, we don't have to compete for who is in a worse situation. Like if help somebody out if they're in a bad situation and they should help you out if you're in a bad situation. Like,
2: yeah, that's, well, it's, it's how the world should be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why it is that people love to, does it make them feel better about themselves when they denigrate you? Yeah. That, that's what it's all about. I have to feel better about mm-hmm. myself by making you sound like a piece of shit. Absolutely. Why do you need to do that? I don't know. It's deflecting. They I don't want to address
3: their own insecurities and things like that. You deflect it off onto somebody else. And then they feel better about themselves going, well, you know, AJ has it so much worse than me, so I can feel better about myself because at least I'm not AJ. Like, That's true. It's pretty bad to be me. Right. you know, <laughs> got that golden <laughs> hair just flowing. In the- <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, 1989, the year my daughter was born, the number one song was, uh, this is controversial songs, of course, Fight the Power by Public Enemy. Good song. Mm-hmm. It is a good song. I like that song. You had Chuckie D, you had Flavor Flav, you had all the good ones, hip-hop's most searing protest songs. I remember Fight the Power. It was a good song, I thought.
3: Yeah.
4: What I love about this list is that it goes from, like, Fight the Power and... B-Y-O-B by um, uh, System of a Down that have like political kind of deep messages. Mm-hmm. They're attacking stuff. And then you go to like a couple of years ago in 2020 was WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, and I remember when that was in its heyday and everybody was like losing their mind they, oh like God. mad at Cardi B. And she's like, they're like, well, our, your kids are listening to this song. And she's like, I don't make songs for... Yeah. Little girls, like what was wrong make, with WAP? Well, it stands for wet ass, uh, pusillanimous, yep. And so, and it's just a song like because that's big in the rap game right now is female empowerment, and all the right. women are talking right. about how great they are and things like that, which good for them, but it sometimes gets taken over the top. It's,
2: I when I use that word, it's not that's not what it means, it's when I was talking to Bob Sansevier because he's mm-hmm. Italian, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, well, that's different. Can, Why do they call Italians WAPs without. Papers? Is that is that a true story? Uh, no, idea. I'm not sure. Because many Italians showed up and they didn't have papers to get into the country, so they called them Wops because of without papers. I wonder if that's true.
4: I'd look it up, but I don't know if I want that in my
3: searches. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm on yeah, Britney's exactly. computer today, so I'm
2: looking it up right now.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can get some on some sort of a watch list yeah. <laughs> when I look up during the show.
2: Uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> what do you got, anything? Let's
3: see. It doesn't... Uh... I'm just saying that it's derogatory, but it doesn't let me see if it shows.
2: That's what I was told when I was a kid, that, that that's what that meant, is without papers. But I don't know if that's true. And the, People love to make stuff up, you know yeah. that. I mean, it makes sense. It does to go that route with it, so I don't know if that's actually the deal or not. But So you don't, you're not seeing much?
4: It looks no. like it is kind of a double entendre in a sense. So it, it comes from the dialectal term guapo which well, guapo, roughly yeah. means, like, dandy or, like, mm. having swagger and stuff like okay. that, which is a Spanish term. Yeah, guapo. Um, yep. But then with, like, the Italian words and stuff like that, you just take the, the the first half of that WAP, and then they just changed it to the American, like, WOP, and then it's kind of mm. it transformed
3: into the without papers type of thing. And, it, yeah, and from what I'm seeing, it doesn't have anything. Like the without papers, it looks like, is something that just came up after. He's made it up. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me yeah. at all. I'm sure that does happen a lot. Oh, we'll just say it's without papers, like you lion sack. You know? <laughs> Making it up as you go along. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand how you think you're going to get away with that, but such is life. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, all this stuff. like These movies, was any of them worth a damn? Any of the what? ones I mentioned?
3: The What movies? Oh, the, the movies songs. Of oh, born, the year you no, were born, No, no. Movie? No, there's a few that... <laughs>
2: like, whatever.
3: Yeah. He, essentially, they just consider it controversial if it pushes against any norm oh, I suppose. In society yeah. or if it pushes against political What
2: things. would be a, a scandalous today? Is there any song they could put out that would be scandalous today? Because we've pretty much covered all the ground, haven't we? No. I mean, everything that gets put out today, I feel like, is
3: scandalous. So it's just right. become so normal that if you made... A non-scandalous song that would be
2: controversial. Today. Well, do
4: you want to hear about what 2023's most controversial song has been?
2: Oh, I'd love to hear it.
4: It is by Jason Aldean. Try that in a small town.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that that got a lot of news coverage, didn't it? It did, yes. Because what was it was bitching about America? Is that what it was? It don't it, come here and bitch about America. No, it's kind of
4: in a sense, but the underlying tones that people were picking out were like. You know, you're not gonna be able to stand up for activist rights and stuff, and you know, in the small town, we're gonna we're gonna attack you and like some, you know, whatever. And then and then they p- kind of fanned the flames because the music video for it used paper clippings from like an like a like an MLK. Riot oh, thing, geez. but then oh, like really? they burned it and stuff. So there was imagery that people were like, "This isn't adding up the way that you have mm. kind of deflected
3: it to." Yeah, so, so Jason Aldean racist. <laughs>
2: well, here, yes. we That's hey, what I here
3: we go. Here we go. Southern twang,
0: baby. <laughs> That's southern
2: twang.
3: Okay. I knew
2: it. Well, the answer to that is <laughs> racism. I I've never therefore. liked his music anyway. Uh whatever. Go home. <laughs> no, and <then> there, <laughs>
3: <laughs> there are songs like. Like Cotton Eye Joe, for example. Cotton Eye
2: Joe, yeah.
3: Feels very racist, but it's like the, it's not like you've done research on it and does, it's not like a racist song, but it feels racist just because it says cotton so much and white people
2: love it. What is it? Chicken in the bed, pants, chicken out dough. Yeah, I don't know. It where it? did it
3: come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe. You're it's really ter- good at that. You're country. Oh, it's, Like, people request it at weddings, and I'm like, it's such a bad song. Like, do we have to? And then, (laughs) nope, here we go. I was going to say, with
4: how well you were with the timing there, I feel like you bang that every morning on the drive in. Yeah,
3: (laughs) I've heard that song more times than I would like Yeah, there you go.
2: Exactly. Uh. Okay, Israel says bodies of about 1,500 Hamas fighters have been found. So now we're up to, what, about 5,000 dead? We're closing in on it. It's starting to feel like COVID, the COVID death ticker just keeps going up and up and up with this Hamas stuff. Did you hear what, uh, who funded this uh, attack now? Their latest mm-hmm. in Wall Street Journal. Militants behind attack raised millions in crypto. How the hell would they do that? How did Hamas raise millions in crypto? Can I say something stupid? Yes. Like every day?
4: Yes, yeah, but more so probably here. <laughs> I still don't <laughs> understand how cryptocurrency has any value. I don't either. Value I, in what? I, I, and I know there's people out there that probably have invested and they're like, no, this guy's an idiot. I just don't get it. If I can't actually, like, hold it, there's mm-hmm. not a dollar bill. Like, right. it's, it's a thing on a computer. I get that. I just don't understand how you pay for that. Like, pay for something with that.
2: Have they noticed that everybody who's involved in it is getting arrested? Have they noticed that <laughs> <Yeah>. part? That's <laughs> Jesus. This Sam Bankman freed? Did he ever have a dollar?
4: It doesn't seem like it because he owes a lot of people money.
2: Oh, he owes a lot of people millions, maybe even billions of dollars. But yeah, militants behind attack raise millions in crypto. How do you raise millions in crypto? I don't know. There's probably some scams and stuff involved. <laughs> I suppose, like
3: Yeah. With if you're if you're the type of person or type of group that's going to go in and slaughter a bunch of people at a concert, I'm going to assume you didn't make your money ethically.
2: <laughs> what do you mean by going slaughtering people at a? Is- Gods sir what?
3: Well, that's like I saw there was a report on the news, and they were like, "Yeah, this attack like we didn't see it coming at all." And it's like, how did you like we? I feel like we see everything coming nowadays. We have so much intelligence gathered. Like we didn't notice a group of people getting ready to go
2: slaughter, so and start a war. Just what is it? Eight nine days ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. We predicted it on this show. So how could they not see it coming? Some yeah. dumbass disc jockey in Minneapolis knows, but you don't. How would you not see this coming? For the record, everybody out there, Tom said that about himself, not Tevin or I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I can't even be crystal. I call myself a moron. You're absolutely right. There's no question about that. No, it was so obvious once they made that financial transaction. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is Biden trying to do here? And look, I'm not a Trump or a Biden fan, so don't call and go, oh, he hate Biden. I don't like either one of them. Mm-hmm. They're money grubbing scam artists, as far as I'm concerned. They're, essentially, that's what like they how are. many
3: presidents over the course <laughs> of history run on a platform and go, When I get elected president, XYZ is going to happen. And then they get elected president, nothing happens. Nothing happens. But on. they make money. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter what side you are. Everybody, because that's the name of the you have to promise everybody what they want. So that way they vote for you. And then when you get in, I mean, you do what you can, but you're not going to please everybody.
2: You know, the one number one scammy guy of all time, and you, it's hard to deny this, but Bill Clinton, he was about making money and banging everybody. Oh, it <laughs> was unbelievable. 000%. Like, what, this is the president doing this. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, Kennedy had a little bit of fun with his brother. Yeah. So, you know, I suppose that's part of Marilyn Monroe and Bobby and John, right? Yeah, I you know, believe that's who it was. Marilyn he
3: Monroe, I think for sure.
2: It was definitely Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Oh, yeah, And gee, they found her dead a few days later. How'd that happen?
4: What? what I'm not, we're not that? implying anything, but we're just connecting the dots.
2: You know? <laughs> yeah, we're just connecting dots. That's exactly right. But yeah, I, I still don't understand why the Biden administration thought it was a good idea to give so much money to Iran. Why would you do that? Uh, yeah, Alleg- allegedly, we'll say, uh, the,
3: depending on who you ask. But Yeah, that's right. Now yeah. they're saying
2: they didn't do it. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, a very like good point. No. I that's feel like we're in so point. much debt, we shouldn't be giving money to <laughs> It anybody. would be nice if we could pay our bills. That, I would like that. Yep. We have to take a break. Be right back in about five minutes, right after this.
1: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused.
2: And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you.
5: Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC,
2: a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser.
5: This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. consultation, the number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit Bialkilaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E
0: law.com.